Hello, everybody. This is Ian Beckles, and welcome back to Flavor in Your Ear. Uh, this is my podcast, which uh, where we talk about pop culture. Uh, we rarely talk about sports because I have a podcast for that. Uh, I talk a lot of politics on this one, so um, if you're not a political person, this is going to be a tough one for you because um, with everything happening in our world right now, I think it's going to be hard for me to be talking about the Kardashians and Kanye West at the moment because although, ironically, Kanye West and Kardashians are relevant in the uh, world of politics, I'm not going to be talking about them and their kids and all stuff like that because... Um, I think when you talk about the Trump regime, if you talk about a title for the Trump regime, the title of it should be Uncharted Waters because we ain't never been here before, people. We've never been here before. I'm 51. I never really got involved with too much politics, and I'm hearing people that are 80 saying we've never been here before, and they've been you know, in the midst of politics their whole life. And this is when this is over... And 20 years from now, we're going to look at this and we're going to go, that was fucked up that we allowed this hall to happen. It was fucked up that we allowed this shit to happen in front of us in our face. When I'm watching the TV, and once again, I didn't vote for Trump, but I'm watching as an American. That's all. I'm As an American, not as a Democrat, not as a Republican, because I'm neither. I'm watching as an American. As, a, as an American, when I'm watching my... My president being investigated for working for Russia. Okay, so say he, it comes through that he's not guilty. When you're not guilty, doesn't mean you're innocent, okay? Those are two different things. If there's enough, if somebody's investigating whether you cheated on your wife, you cheated on your wife, period. I mean, why, why would it come up? There's so much evidence around Donald Trump. There's so much evidence. And there's still people defending every single step he's doing all along the way. Every single, all of them. It's amazing. And this is what I love about politics. And I watch it all. I watch, I go from CNN to MSNBC to Fox News. And I go back and forth, boom, boom, boom. And I'm I'm watching what, at that time, everybody's talking about. This is what normally happens. I usually go to Fox News. And Fox News is justifying the last thing that Donald Trump did. All of it, every last bit of it. Then right after that, they'll have a story about how some illegal immigrant killed somebody. All right, right after that. Then after that, they'll have a story about Hillary Hillary Clinton's uh, emails. Then I'll change the channel. Then I'll go to MSNBC. They'll be talking a little bit more in the middle about some things happening. Then I'll go to Fox. Then I'll go to uh, CNN. And CNN will be like this. This is the biggest thing ever. This is the biggest, this is the one. This is the one that's going to bring down Donald Trump. And they said it, they said it 50 times already. Oh my God, this is big news. There's 50 things happened in the last two months. There's big news about Donald Trump every single day that everybody thinks is going to bring him down. Now, once again, there's a difference between being not guilty and innocent. 
being guilty of treason, which is what they're going after him for, collusion is treason, all right? If you're in, in bed with Vladimir Putin, and I could picture the meme right now, them all laid up, I'm sure somebody's done it already. But when you're talking about things like, you're, you're talking to Putin as the American president, you're, you're our president, you're the president of our country, you're talking to Putin, who before the Trump presidency was our enemy. Now I don't know. Now it seems like we're supposed to believe is an ally. So you're talking to basically our enemy. And during the discussion, you have an interpreter there. And then after the discussion, you ask the interpreter for the notes and you dispose of them. And nobody ever hears what you t- heard what you talked about. And you want us to believe that you're not involved with them. I mean, I was born not yesterday, not yesterday. And for the Trump to say, I never worked for Russia, I've never heard the truth come out your mouth. Like, I, like, I think if you say, if you gave Trump, if you showed him red and you go, is this red or blue? I think he's going to say blue. I don't know if his mouth, his mouth gets really round when he lies and gets real, well, look at it. It gets really round when he lies and it stays round. It's round all the time because everything that comes out of his mouth, he wants to. He wants it to be a lie. Everything he, he lied about his weight. Everything that comes out of his mouth. Oh, the doctor was in great condition, and I have the body of a twenty-year-old, and uh, I weigh two hundred forty. You freaking liar! Get out of here! You can't tell the truth about jack shit, and I mean nothing. And it's scary to me in my world. When, when I have people say to me, well, do you think Donald Trump's a racist? And I go, do you? And they go, well, and I go, <laughs> I go, well, if anybody in my world, if they ask me, is any of my friends a racist? I'm going to go, nope. And they'll say, why do you say so? I go, well, you know, this happened, this happened, this happened. Okay, is Donald Trump, do you think Donald Trump's a racist? Well, well, okay, he's racist. Okay. If he's not, if Donald Trump's not a racist, let's eliminate the word Let's dispose of the word. Let's get rid of it. So when I see stories of the Iowa Rep- uh, um, representative Steve King that said, since when, since when has white supremacy been bad? Um, since ever. Well, maybe in your circles, white supremacy ain't, ain't good or it's not bad. But in my circles, it's not good. Like, I don't want to really have an educated a discussion with somebody with a hood on and a cape. I don't want to do that. I don't want that because I find them to be ignorant as hell. And the second he opens up his mouth, this freaking Steve King uh, 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 jack off, he sounds ignorant as hell. Okay. Now, Trump brought in this new attorney general uh, bar and he effed, I think Trump effed up for the first time because Trump's pretty good at who he picks because he picks his folks. He picks people with mentalities that he has, and yeah, I think he messed up with this guy because th- first he was kind of on Trump's side of you know you got to leave the president alone and the president can't do no wrong, and now he's saying hey let's listen to Mueller and you know what he's Mueller's good friend, he's Mueller's good friend and he has the utmost respect for Mueller and he knows Mueller is not going to be backwards or do anything that's un-American. He understands that he really does, and. My problem is for everybody who along the way has said, well, there's no collusion, there's no collusion, there's no collusion, including the president, Rudy Giuliani, who is 
Donald Trump's guy now, used to be Cohen, by the way, and Cohen, Cohen who just said that Trump gave him $50,000 to rig the polls, by the way, uh, that was that used to be his guy. Now Rudy Giuliani is his guy, and Rudy will turn on Trump eventually. Maybe not today, but eventually. Rudy Giuliani just came out and said, well, and this is after 18 months of everybody saying absolutely no conclu- uh, collusion. Giuliani just comes out and says that, well, the, the campaign may have colluded, but the president didn't. Now, out of everybody out there, please, can I see a show of hands of who believes that the president's campaign was colluding and he didn't know about it? Then, then ask yourself this question. Have you ever seen a guy any more hands-on in business than Donald Trump? Then ask yourself this question. If you do something behind Donald Trump's back, what's going to happen? And why would you? Why would you be doing it behind his back, something that's going to help his campaign? Now, that's not, that doesn't make any goddamn sense, does it? And right now, if you believe that Donald Trump and his campaign were not in cahoots with Russia, you're stupid. It's too much. There's too much there. But I'm embarrassed as an American, and I'm an American. I grew up in Canada, but I'm an American citizen. I'm embarrassed when I'm looking at a TV, and this is what it it read, and I wrote it down verbatim. Trump grounds Pelosi's flight due to shutdown after she called for for State of the Union delay. We We look like some whiny bitches. Everybody. Other people in other countries got to be laughing, going, look at them being bitches to themselves. We're always worried about a fence. We're worried about putting up a fence and keeping out those people. Our people suck. That We suck. We should open up the fence and let everybody run out of here. Let's go. Seriously. It's been, it's, and I know everybody, you're being un-American. F that, okay? Let me tell you what's being American. is wanting the best thing for my country and all of the bullshit that's being spewed right now by our president and half the people in politics. And that's both sides. Both The Democrats are stupid as shit, too. They really are. And I'm, I'm probably talking to some of y'all listening right now because it, it's it, a lot of Democrats just want the president to be wrong. I don't want the president to be wrong. I want what's best for the country. But a president is not making decisions for what's best for the country. He's not. Because you know why? Because he's not listening to anybody. The president is not listening to anybody in the know. He's not because the other day I saw a little clip, little clip of things that the president has said he knows more than anybody else at. And he said 20 things. He said, I know more about uh, war than the generals. You don't. <laughs> you don't. So when this whole Syria stuff is going on, and I'm not really versed at that. I know we retreated from Syria. Um. When that all happened and everybody in the military is like, whoa, what? What happened? No, that's not good. That's a bad idea. And then we have our people who are trying to look good but look like a a sack of crap um, telling us that, and listen, we defeated ISIS. Who out there thinks we defeated ISIS? By the way, somebody from ISIS probably lives on your block, right? We're talking about no more ISIS over there. ISIS is here. Oh, yeah, by the way, after that, there was an ISIS bombing uh, just on Wednesday. And there are sleeper cells everywhere, all right? Every damn where. But we have to hear that we defeated ISIS. But I tell you what, it's getting to the point now where um, 
I hope, and it's 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 starting to happen slowly. Republicans don't want nothing to do with this cat no more, man. They they are they just want him to be at least an arm's length. They don't want their name associated with him. And the only way this stops is that Republicans get together and form some kind of alliance and say this is enough because this is this is on us. This is on us. This is like you know if. You're a, a, an owner of a company, and your and your and your 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 company's effing up, and you're like, "Well, that's not me." Well, it's it's them. It's the Republicans, all right. And it's it's going to be on your name forever because Donald Trump is a Republican allegedly. But I don't know if he's not going to start his own party, and I think he already has. And um, democracy, ugh, that that word shouldn't be used anymore. Bipartisan probably shouldn't use that word anymore either, because we are so far off from that. So damn far off from that. So that's where we are right now where, you know, people are saying, well, this is not affecting us. Bullshit. I had a good conversation with a good friend of mine, Shannon Oliveira, uh, who runs Trinity Cafe and Trinity Cafe right now. And Trinity Cafe, um, it's over there off of uh, just off of 275 um, and they feed the homeless. And she says right now they're feeding government employees. So the government employees are eating meals with the homeless. If that doesn't make you sick to your stomach. So now people are donating money to give food to our government officials because our president is waiting for a wall that's not going to do anything for our country. Oh, by the way, that's not my words. Those are the words of people that work, you know, in immigration. The things that come out of Donald Trump's mouth and a lot of people around him are, well, we need to get this wall to stop drugs. When I listen to the drug enforcement people, you know what they say? They don't come up, they don't, the drugs don't come by the wall. Oh, we're getting all this fentanyl. It's not coming from Mexico. So everybody is trying to build a wall to make this world safe from criminals and drugs. And that's not where they're coming from. Because one Mexican guy killed somebody in, uh, you know, Utah. It doesn't mean you have to put up a wall to keep all the Mexican people out because that's how it sounds. And if you put, let me tell you what's not going to stop. Everybody listen closely. Drugs from coming in our country. That's not going to stop. It's, that's never going to stop. You ever watch any movies? Does it look like you're going to stop that? It, you, you're never going to stop that. You know why you're not going to stop it? Because there's people on the inside working, making a lot of money on drugs. That's a fact. So... We're, we're, our whole world and our whole country is closed down for something that's not even going to help us in the long run. So if it doesn't offend you, then don't be offended. But uh, right now, uh, we're not going to keep on saying our president. Our system is failing our country. And right now, we're just digging a hole and we're falling into the hole and nobody gives a crap. Our economy is going to the craps. We have government workers now that are showing up to work and with, without getting paid because they're scared they're going to lose their job and, and, their, and their pension. That's not fair, man. I mean, that's, it's just not fair. And I don't like to say it's not fair because usually things even out, but that's not fair, period. And it's going to start affecting every last one of us when we can't fly because we're scared we're going to die. It's hard enough to fly as it is. And it's going to affect us all every single day as this goes further because government workers aren't just going to sit around and not get paid forever. That's not going to happen. 
So our whole world is going to start crumbling around us. And everybody's going to be in Washington still smiling like they're accomplishing something. And to me, it makes me sick to my stomach. Anyways, I had to get that off my chest. I'm sorry. Next week, maybe we'll start talking about the Kardashians again, but I hope not because that's probably as nauseating as what's happening in our uh, government today. Uh, if anybody wants to ever email me your opinion, which you know I don't think my opinion matters, but I want to hear what you guys uh, have to think. Ian Beckles at RadioInfluence.com. Uh, make sure to check out my other um, podcasts as well. I'm enjoying doing these, and I'm happy that people are actually tuning in and listening. I appreciate you guys listening. Have a wonderful weekend, and please be safe. Peace out. Uh, flavor, flavor. To keep the conversation going, follow Ian on Twitter at Ian Beckles, and check out DignitaryRadio.com to get the latest on where you can find him next. This has been Ian Beckles, Flavor in Your Ear on Radio Influence. Put the flavor in your ear, the voice of the people's here. Bringing that flavor. This is a Landry football with Chris Landry. Quick fix on Radio Influence. There's a lot of talk about the genius of Sean McVay. Folks, I know them both. And Sean Payton has been around a lot longer. And it's been even more effective. Kind of coming from the same tree. Sean Payton did in a lot of regards to his offensive ideas. But what they do very well, and this kind of comes from I've been critical of him overall, John Gruden, but I think John Gruden's offensive ideas and concepts are very good. And what and Sean's worked a lot and 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 studied a lot under John, as is Sean McVay. The thing that these two coaches do extremely well is what I just said about McVeigh applies to Sean Payton. They do a lot of the same things out of different looks. It is very difficult to get a read on what they're going to do because they'll run same route concepts out of tight bunch sets, out of spread sets, so they really don't dictate what they're going to do pre-snap by formation or even by personnel grouping, because they do a lot of the same things. And the genius of doing a little, but dressing it up different, is this. The less plays you run, the better you are at running them. You're focusing on a fewer number of things. Chris Landry brings you Landry football every week on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and of course, RadioInfluence.com.